it's Sean. Hey, it's Brie. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where you answer the questions. That you do? <laughs> Who do? <laughs> you got me laughing before we started. Let's start again. Here we go. Okay. Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Brie. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where I answer the questions. <laughs> I'm here, too. <laughs> we, both of us haven't eaten. This is going to be Third bad. time's the charm. Okay. Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Brie. And this is I Can Explain. <laughs> the podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. You're right. We do do that. <laughs> Should we do an episode where we ask the questions and they answer it? Uh, that's physically not how podcasts work. <laughs> Like, the questions we're afraid to ask our listeners. I don't think there are any. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid to know their opinions on some things. Oh, opinions, Like, me being annoying. Me being annoying. Me Me bullying. Oh, my God. Like, our annoying laughs. Yeah. Like, things like that. We're too afraid to ask those questions. We don't want the truth. I remember a long time ago, somebody said that I laugh like Evie Oddly. (laughs) And that's, like, the only thing I can think about when I laugh now. Literally, <laughs> it scarred from, you from that life. point onwards, I it hurts to laugh. And it's it's hard because I am so funny. <laughs> you just anyway. always wanted to yeah. away, yeah? And this week's topic is, um, I don't really know what it's called. Coming Out of COVID is a working title. I like yeah. The Great Reset, but ah, the great like reset that. but gay just to make a joke about mm-hmm. how people think that the great reset's like actually a thing mm-hmm. um are you familiar with the great reset no i just pretend to like oh, okay. talking about. um the great reset is like this conspiracy theory that people have that this okay. whole uh, it's a pandemic. oh it was all planned um that it was all planned to i kind of forget the point because it literally is so insane mm-hmm. but basically to like uh, get rid of small businesses and like build up corporations and like it's like this whole like economic reset that the government oh. is planning. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So another working title, the Great Reset, but gay. Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I think coming out of COVID is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Reset, but gay doesn't flow. I don't as know. Much They're both pretty fire. I'm okay. not gonna lie. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they, you know if you're listening now, which one we chose. Yeah. Let us know on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast if you think we chose the right one. Yeah. <laughs> um, if wait, what day is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, should I plug our Zoom that just no. happened? But now this is past. Yeah. We did a patron Zoom. Well, we haven't yet, but when you hear this, we will have. Um, and if Bri you is click the grasping l- the concept of time right now. <laughs> If you click the link in our Instagram bio and I can explain podcasts, you can become a patron. You can get in on the next fun trivia night. I'm sure you missed out on a wild time over Zoom. So thank you so much to our patrons and a huge, 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 huge thank you to Aiden, Olivia, Liz, Serena, and Kate is joining the crew. Welcome. Of the shout out. Thank you. We're so sorry, but thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you so much. Um, Yes, apologies and thank yous all around um, for listening to us and supporting us. Thank you. And for listening to us, we're sorry. Yeah. There I think go. that sums it up. That sums it up. <laughs> um, so if you want to follow us on Instagram, you also can there. And there's also merch in the bio, all that good stuff. And personally, at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson. And today we are talking about what we're looking forward to after. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Well, just the world after it, but gay. But gay. The but gay, gay world yeah. after it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I see some Sometimes shifts. I, like, I picture also, like, an apocalyptic community mm-hmm. and what that would be like with just queer people. 
That would be... Because none of us could drive, so we wouldn't have any of those... Well, the thing is, we need an enemy. But I think we would need to split into, like, factions. Yeah, yeah. Like, we would have, like, the lesbians building everything. I cannot think of just splitting up lesbians. I love (laughs) lesbians, but, like... What I mean by we need an enemy is we need the straights to balance this out, right? No, I think I'm picturing, like, Mad Max. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, And yeah. we're on very different sides of some mm-hmm. deserted wasteland, mm-hmm. but we're still enemies. Okay, I need to talk to you about this. Okay. Because this entire time with this podcast... Yeah. This entire... Like, even before this podcast, yeah. when we were first starting talking about this topic... Okay. You brought up with me, you know, the whole, like, thing where, like, gays don't really like lesbians, right? Right, yeah. And, like, I was like, oh, yeah, you know how, like, Asia, I'm like, okay, this yeah. This is a throwback, I yeah, I think this saying. is our like, first episode, yeah, Gays versus what, Lesbians. Yeah, like, I see what you're saying, like, I think they don't, like, connect on different things. I don't think I ever fully understood to what level. I know, it's because you like me so much. It's because <laughs> I like you, and I feel like through growing up and dancing, and, like, my, my sister being friends with a lot of gay men, yeah. I had a lot of gay male friends. So I was like... Yeah, I can see that in general, but I didn't really think it like didn't necessarily really hit home for me. And then weirdly, in the last like two weeks, I want to say, uh-huh. I have stumbled oh, no. upon like I want to say eight TikToks and like three Instagram stories that have just like berated me with acknowledging that gays can't stand lesbians. I think it's mutual. I don't know if I would necessarily. I don't it... think it's mutual though. No, I've I think never it seen a lesbian is... be like, I don't like a gay man. Um, or like that they don't want to like hang out with gay men. Like I've literally never seen that. Oh, I feel like it's mutual, but maybe I'm wrong. And I do think that is a very valid point though, because this, this, yeah, this space might confuse people and that uh-huh. our factions are getting along, but maybe we wouldn't be against the, the straights as well. We'd been in three factions in this deserted wasteland. Yeah. Like, and you guys I- would have some beautiful metropolis that you built and we would be like, I don't know, snorting sand or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. Know what? That... It'd be an orgy where people are like doing ketamine still. <laughs> I'm all I'm picturing is that that art festival that happens. Yeah, yeah, burning, man. burning man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this literally burning yeah. man. Yeah. But we're we're creating the art sculptures, and you're the people just like walking around on drugs. No, I'm picturing like you. <laughs> you know that meme that's. That says society if this, and uh-huh. it's like flying cars and stuff. Yeah. It would be like society if lesbians could live alone. That would be you guys that would be us, with your yeah. future society. Yeah. And then the gays, the gay males specifically, would be burning. Would be burning. But with man. not even sculptures because we couldn't build those <laughs> or bikes because I don't You're think we could buy those either. We just became like sand people, <laughs> like in Star Wars, those like garbage <laughs> sand people. That's us. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's so, my picturing life after COVID. See you around the camera. Yeah. Um, it's funny though because uh, so about the gays versus mm-hmm. lesbians. I feel like it, it. We convince people that gays and lesbians get along because of this podcast. Yeah. But as it goes on, I do uh, dislike lesbians more because of <laughs> spending so much time with you. It's not like opening your mind to no, love and admiration. It's closing it off. Yeah. <laughs> that is so fair, honestly. I do tell you some doozies of stories too. Yeah, I gotta start telling you more stories about lesbians that I actually like because that's not interesting, right? So when I come to you, I'm like, oh, I got the tea of this le- yeah. lesbian creator that really did this. I'm not this hearing week. like stories of hope. <laughs> no, you're hearing stories of lesbians and queer women that are actively 
traveling multiple times during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. More, is, more of that. More of those I'm ones. seeing that with my own eyes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, life after COVID. We have... Ad- not addressed. <laughs> we have talked about this a little bit, mostly in the way that it's going to be weird going back mm-hmm. to clubs now. Yeah. Well, we're okay. So th- the world is far ahead <laughs> of Canada. Yes. Most of the world, a lot of places are not doing well still, but yeah. a lot of places are ahead of Canada. I would say, like, I would say, like, the UK and the US. The US. If you and, started with a U, you're doing well. <laughs> and Australia and New Zealand. Other than that, I feel like everyone's toast. I literally Actually, was like, China, if you have a, China's doing if well. you have a U in your name, you're doing well. <laughs> Thinking New Zealand had a U in it. <laughs> New, it's just N U. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, nailed no, it. No, yeah, you're right. There are a lot of places, and I think this is something weird that has happened or is happening in the same way at the beginning when it was kind of like launching. There were certain places that we heard about having cases but it hadn't hit canada yet yeah and it was like oh my god did you hear what's going on over here or over here and then it slowly like revved up and now we're seeing the opposite where places are kind of slowly opening up when a lot shouldn't be i will give them no a lot should (laughs) not be but it is it is fascinating to be like the hopeful side of it is hopefully like on the downhill slope of in the same way as we saw like different places kind of gain traction for lack of a better word yeah. um going into what we now know is a almost two year long pandemic uh-huh, yeah, um, that whole thing that whole thing um but now it's like weird because the jealousy aspect of seeing certain places that have done it right and i think should be open yeah um like australia like new um, zealand yeah australia and then the U.S. I'm like, please still wear masks. I know, please fuck. stop going out. <laughs> and it's just like odd the contrast. Like something that specifically brought this up is I texted Sean the other day because my girlfriend and I were watching UFC. If you watch UFC, what a doozy of a card. Okay, sorry, I'm not gonna go too far into it, but like that card was one of the craziest cards. I'm gonna I've say something bold and brave. Okay, the yeah. UFC watchers, yourself included, are the people that are opening up to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100. percent Yeah. Well, it was in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. It was in Florida, and it's like all a bunch of white people, and they just not a mask in not sight. Not a mask in sight. So yes, this is what was weird. Even the UFC closed down during this panorama. They were the first to reopen because the founder literally, like, went to, like, an island and started fights again without people around. Wait, Similar to hold others. on, what? Okay, so... That's kind of iconic. Like, yeah. people just fought on an island? Yeah, they flew them all like, into gladiator this island, style? Like, off of Dubai. Yeah. Wait, that's so insane. It was really kind insane. kind of iconic. Okay, so this is when all the sports were still, like, actually closed. Yeah. Okay, now it doesn't seem as insane because... A lot of sports, in a weird way, kind of followed suit. Yeah. Um, but when everything was not allowed to be going on, like no NFL, no NBA, nothing, um, the owner of the UFC, because it's different, right? It's not like in the NHL there are like... Well, everybody's just one giant team here. So there's only one owner, isn't it? Kind of like that? The, the UFC... Yeah. It's, there's only one owner, yeah. whereas like the NHL, there's various owners with various opinions of when to open and what to do, right? Yeah, well, because there's no team, so it's like there, there's no team owner, there's just an owner. <laughs> Correct, there's just an owner, yeah. and then there's fighters with their own teams, right? Yeah. Um, like trainers and agents and stuff. So this owner, Dana White, who's like so filthy rich, um, basically was like, well, if you're not going to let us do it here, 
we're gonna go to what he named Fight Island. See, this is so insane and so straight and so yeah. problematic, but it's almost to like villain, like super villain oh, level. Oh, it's next level. I love like, it. Like this is like Hunger Games. Oh, I love it. They so, dropped out of the plane Fortnite style. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, exactly like that. So they go to this island and they were just bring like the they would bring fighters in. That were, like, on private planes so that they weren't flying commercial right. or anything. Like, Dana White's, like, private fucking fleet would f- get these people tested, bring them in. They would fight. They weren't allowed to bring, like, anyone else they were allowed to bring. I think it was, like, two um, um, team members, like, whether it was, like, a coach or right. whatever. And then they would fight, and then they would leave. And this was all televised. And the thing that took them the longest to figure it out is figuring out, like, What how, to name the island. No, like, who was going to play it, because all these right. um, networks were like, we won't play that, because that's it's not supposed to be going on right now. Right. So then they ended up just doing, like, a private streaming like service. And, like, all these things. <laughs> okay, but this was... This was hilarious. How the fuck did I not hear about I don't Fight know. Island? I don't know. I guess I'm not in like that sphere You're not at in all. that sphere, yeah. <laughs> I think Fight Island is pretty far away from the gay news I was getting. Oh, 100%. So this is just, this sums it all up. Okay. okay this, we don't even need to comment on it anymore once we hear this. This sums it all up. So, they were restricted to the amount of people that were allowed in the building, right? And it was supposed to be essential only, meaning that there was like the three judges... There was the medical personnel that were on standby, yep. like in any sport, but especially in UFC prevalent. And Unless you're part of the vlog squad. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the fighter and like their two team members, right? Yeah. But they still had ring girls. Okay. You got to keep the essentials. And, okay, but get this, get this. Do they have masks on? Get this. Masks on. No audience. So they're walking Mask around on, the ring. Pussy out. They're walking around the ring with the sign. The whole traditional point of a ring girl. Yeah, is to amp them is, up. Is to like, well, is to walk around and be like, it's this round. Yeah, like round and also two, like, round three. And like, woo, I'm in a bikini or whatever. No audience. So they're just they're just walking around to pretending to look at the audience with the thing. Like that was they had a cap of the amount of people they could have in it, but they made sure that ring. See this there. this lends itself even more to the straight supervillain thing. Oh, 100%. That's what I mean. That's what it sums it right up. Also, so, I think we should have merch that says mask on pussy out. Just Mask on pussy out. Oh my yeah. God, we actually should make that merch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like actually, do you think it was... No, oh, not actually. Mask on pussy out? Are you kidding me? That's iconic. That literally is iconic. I feel like the gays would buy that. Probably. Mask on pussy out? Are you fucking kidding me? That's flying off the shelves. Not, not one it. sale detected. <laughs> no, we're making it. We're making it just on the chance someone wants to wear okay. it. Okay? Get ready for the launch of Mask on Pussy Out. Coming, coming your way in 2021, probably in two weeks, with like a word document design that I've drawn up. Okay. Um, so anyways, eventually they came back and they opened up in the States, but still with no um, audience, yes, right? Like yes. many sports, like regular stadiums, but no people there watching. So this is the first time in now almost two fucking years that Julia and I sat down and Julia watches a lot of sports Yeah, to watch a sporting event and... 
full crowd. It was the Isn't it like 60,000 people to, too? Like 60,000 people. Which, okay, can you explain this to me? Yes. Because maybe I'm very, well, I am very stupid, but I am very sports stupid. Mm-hmm. UFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Small ring. Yes, yes. 60,000 people. Yes. Big mount of people. Yes. <laughs> How do 60,000 people want to be somewhere that it's a small ring? I honestly think, like, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, but I also think that you could argue that for pretty much any sport. Like, if you go to the Las Vegas arena, arena for their NHL team, it is, like, five times as big as the Canucks arena. Right. And literally, like, when you're up in the nosebleeds, they are dogs. I know, but there's not just two people, so at least you can kind of, you know, maybe somebody gets a little closer to you than they're Yeah, you can see the, like, movement a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But really, you go and you're watching the screen, and it's just to be in the environment of people. Okay. It's it's honestly kind of like going to the nosebleeds of a fucking huge stadium concert. But Lady Gaga and Beyonce are just beating the shit out of each other. It's exactly like that, yeah. So I 100% agree because like I have gone to a couple UFC events but I've gotten... I've been like good seats, so yeah, like it, it works out, and I always do kind of think that you were the ring girl. Yeah, I was. <laughs> oh my god, I would love to be the ring mask girl. on pussy out. Oh my the god, beginning. mask on pussy out. Okay, anyways, um, oh my god, they can be our influencers for mask on pussy out. Absolutely, we'll send them. Some yeah, I think our merch. merch. Yeah, on a UFC. Yeah. Sign girl yeah. in the ring would go out. I think it's a Huge. very, you know, Huge. Very much our, for all, sure. Yeah, very much also like our niche. Like yes. the kind of people that would want to support Definitely. us watch UFC. So yeah. that would be good. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll reach out to my people about yeah, that Yeah, call one. Dana White. Yeah. <laughs> so, collab. UFC yeah. collab. I can explain times UFC. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so anyways... We're watching the screen, and my jaw and my girlfriend's jaw are, like, on the floor. Because it was the trippiest thing to see. Because it wasn't just, like, oh, my God. Like, let's put all the morality aside of, like, of like oh, my God, that's stupid. And, like, what the fuck? I can't believe that's team. It wasn't even that. It yeah. was just, like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it was, like, I literally, there was a part of me that I don't even think I realized until I saw it. Never thought that would happen again. Like, I think in a weird way, I had, like, my brain had, like, been, like, that's just not a thing anymore. I think it's also due to the fact that we are at a different stage of reopening. Yes. So here it's still like, very tight, that, which I think it should crazy. be, obviously. That it's like, that's so far from our realm. Yeah. Whereas, like, in, like, you can't do indoor dining or anything no. currently, but in parts of the U.S. and totally Australia and stuff, things are open. Yeah, people are at bars. So yeah, I think... 60,000? I agree, but I do think maybe that would be like a baby step to seeing totally. 60,000. Yeah, maybe like seeing if, like 10 people. Uh, a Lady Gaga, there could be 100 people in the room. 100%. Maybe that's a baby step. Lady Gaga at my pride there, party? Lady Gaga, there could be 60,000 people in a room. <laughs> yeah, Lady Gaga after she leaves your pride party yeah. in your parents' basement. <laughs> yeah, totally. So... It was so trippy because I'm like, there's 60,000 people, full stadium, like not even a gap in the seats, which is a laugh when they do that anyways, because it doesn't help at all. But like, not even an attempt to appear like they weren't open. No masks required. No, like, vaccination or anything required. Yeah. Literally just a sold out, like, back to normal stadium. And it's Florida, so you know no one is vaccinated either. No, and no one's wearing a mask. Literally, they scanned the crowd, and it was hard to find someone with a mask. It was the trippiest thing to see. I'm like, I do not remember where I've seen 
that before. Also, I don't think wearing a mask in that would do anything. I don't think it would either, <laughs> to be honest. But it's just like even the fact that they're not even trying to like. Because like I feel like okay. one person with COVID, if they're in the room with you, mm-hmm. maybe you have a mask, you're safe. Yeah. But if a ton of people have COVID, I feel like every orifice there's just COVID there's cells just COVID. trying to get in there. Oh, I would the numbers after that fucking super spreader event, Jesus yeah. Christ! But hey, Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning. For for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Anyways, so this all came up now that we're 20 minutes into the podcast. We'll tell you why we came up with this topic um, or why I was thinking about this recently. I, I will say I am shocked that we made it 20 minutes just talking about UFC, but mm-hmm. I am very, very happy that I came out of this with the knowledge that Fight Island existed. <laughs> yeah, that is that is some of... I think you can't leave the COVID pandemic experience without knowing about Fight And I Island. think there are a lot of queer people listening right now that mm-hmm. are also just finding out about Fight Island. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So we're giving the people the news the, that they deserve. Yeah. yeah, this is now a news podcast. Exactly. The important news only. Very. Um, so yeah, it's going to be weird to see that kind of happen. And I think right now we're both coming from a place of like still very much like following the rules, but hopeful. Like the other day, both of us were able to register for our vaccination, which to our American listeners um, or uh, listeners around the world that don't know, here in BC, Canada... Um, it's like going to Fight Island. <laughs> it's literally like you cannot get a vaccination my, if you're under a certain age. Yeah, my sister is a teacher. Yeah, and still hasn't got vaccinated. Like, like, take that in for some people that live in different countries right now that are farther ahead from us. Like teachers, and we have another friend that's a teacher too yeah. that just got vaccinated like three days ago. Literally, my boyfriend did just get his first shot, but that was like fluke. So fluky, and it's because he. I mean, he lives in a different health region than I am, yeah. not like in the epicenter, of, but they are, they have a lot more cases. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of opening like clinics for yeah. a certain amount of time. And it was totally fluke. Somebody yeah. messaged him and was like, this is happening. So he went, but yeah, my sister doesn't have a vaccine. Even so. on the phone when I registered, I was like, I know you like have no real idea, but like, could you tell, like, this is how it's working in Canada. You're allowed to phone to register. Like we had a date 
April 22nd was our age range date where they were like, yeah. hey, if you're this age or to this age, you can call and register. Not even like call and get an appointment, call and register. Register. And then the, another kicker is that you get a text or an email, depending mm-hmm. which one you signed up for, on when you can book, not that you got a booking. Yeah, that you can then That book. you can book. So <laughs> when I was on the phone, I was like, I know you don't really like, you can't say, but like, I'm just curious. You're probably going to ask this a lot. Like, I'm that annoying person. Like, what are they I thinking? I did it over like, the internet because I'm not 45. Okay, but. yeah. <laughs> I'm just desperate for social interaction. Yeah. Like, you got some time to chat. I know you're working the phone lines here, but... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and uh, the person that I ran told me I will probably hear about my opportunity to book in a month. Yes, that's what I heard too. Yeah. So I'm. So that's talking like May twenty second. We're gonna get the opportunity to start. And then we go to Fight Island for the ten for vaccines. The <laughs> yeah, for the spots. Yeah. So it's still very much like, like Sean said, we are not supposed to hang out with anyone outside of our households unless you are doing it for business cases. So like Sean and I with the podcast are allowed. Um, people that are doing like, you know, work with employees, or if you were like. Uh, dog walker you go over to someone's house like there's all these different things but for just purely social situations you cannot go to other people's places yeah um and you can all the restaurants are shut down you can only eat on the patio of restaurants so some restaurants are open if they have patio space but they cannot seat anyone inside which i have no interest in doing i also haven't eaten at a restaurant in so long now yeah (laughs) and everything else is shut down like anything else you can imagine that's not like grocery stores and essential stuff so it's like there's literally nothing to do yeah and i'm fine by that because i'm like we're all doing our part but it has I think made me, I think for a long time there, it was like one foot in front of the other because I was able to close myself off from what the real world or like the past world looked like and the things I was missing out on because everyone wasn't getting to do those things. Yeah. But now that I have so many friends in the States like posting what they're doing, that is you know, safe for them there or what's allowed. I'm like, oh my God, remember when we could do that? It's like too much in my face now. Yes. Too much of a contrast. I just have no idea how I'm going to act and I'm afraid Mm -hmm. because it's going to be... it's going to be chaotic. By the time we... By the time things open, I've seen that people don't think we're even going to reopen and fall fully. Yeah. Which is, I kind of expected that. By the time we can go out, it'll be two years that I've gone to like a club or something. No, like what is that? Like what am I supposed to do? I genuinely don't know how, first of all, to dance. I don't, I, I don't know I haven't danced either. at home. I haven't felt joy by myself in my room. <laughs> Maybe like a few times I've been listening to like the Frozen 2 soundtrack and I, you know, like will throw Gave that a little, ass a little. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't like nod. club danced. It I is haven't, so true. I haven't interacted with people that I don't really know. I yeah. haven't interacted with people that you see once in a blue moon. Like I've lost all of that. I'm so stressed I'm myself, so stressed honest. and I'm so stressed that I'm going to overdo it with like... <laughs> having fun like i'm gonna like butt chug a bottle of champagne on the bar the first night out like you know like i have so little boundaries at this point oh i'm gonna be a full-on bar star when and we're gonna be so old (laughs) and so true like you're gonna full be 30 yeah i'm gonna be 30 you're gonna be going back to the club 30 yeah but the thing is i think this is another thing that's different from the like lesbian or queer woman space and the gay lesbians go out they go 
go out till the day they die. It's it's very much different in the queer women space. Like most of the people that are like really like on the scene in the gay girl space. Even like from 40. when I was younger, we're like, yeah, between 30 and 45. Like, honestly. So you're hitting bar star age. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like gay guys, it's very much like. It's like young. mid-20s. And then there's like the few that hang on. It's like mid-20s, and then you see the groups of gays mm-hmm. going to like Puerto Vallarta and stuff instead of the older yes, ones. That they so, go in like they go to Palm Springs. Yeah, they go so to, like, I'm yeah. reaching my like Puerto Vallarta stride. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Palm Springs is going to be a good place for us. No, Palm Springs is, like, even older for oh, gays. Oh, it's even Palm older. Springs is, like, 60. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll get there sooner you than do, you do. So it's, like, Port of Art is, like, 30s, and yeah. then, like, Greece is, like, late 30s, yeah. and then Port of Art is, like, 60s. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get that. So, I see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I'm not as bad. Like, I know we joke with age thing, but I'm, for the events I go to... Right. It's I'm more like I'm scared to be going that. to a club with you being 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially because okay. of how the gays club. They're yeah. going to be like, it's... they're going to be like, first of all, we hate lesbians. Yeah. Second of all, Old she's, she's over 21 years old. I yeah. don't want to interact. It's going to be weird. It it's going to be, be so weird. weird. No, I think the weird thing for me, too, is the buildup of it. Like you were just saying, like, oh, I also don't get how it's going to happen. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I don't get how it's gonna happen. Oh, how is it gonna happen? Because like so things like, gonna cl- be like go ahead. <laughs> like things like cl- okay, obviously because the UK yeah. basically were like you can go to clubs. It wasn't it like June twenty third yeah. or something like that. Like this day, that is when it's opening and, and we're staying happen? open. Like is that like are we gonna be are the lines gonna be like five blocks long? That's the other thing. Is like it's almost like the upsetting part is like you can't go out the first week. No. Because, like, no one's getting in anywhere. It's going to be so annoying. Yeah. Like, even when it does open, it's going to be like, okay, go! And then everyone's going to be like, okay. No white claw in any of Gay the bar stores. in Vancouver <laughs> Junction, as is, 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 like, two-hour line wait outside the Unless you door. pay the Unless you bouncer pay. directly. <laughs> yeah. So, I... Honestly, I th- I have thought about this. Okay, you have a plan. I have a plan because also Julia has some friends that do some like events and stuff. Okay. I was thinking about it. I was like, the only way for them to do it to any reasonable level is ticketed only for the first while. Yeah. But because they they would have to, right? Like they can't just be like, okay, junctions open on Friday the twenty third. Go for it. It's gonna have to be like, like people would camp out. No, it's li- like actually, yeah. It's gonna literally have to be for the first like three weeks. Ticketed five dollar lottery though, lottery style. They won't do that. Why would the fuck would they do that? Because that's what they should have. That's why would they do that? Because then I don't know. That I feel like it, it's too. It's too. Um... Like only people that could pay. Yeah, well, you got to pay to go in the club anyway. I know, but it's I don't know. It's people with good internet. It's too like privilege based. Oh god. Okay, <laughs> it is, but it's yeah. the only way to do it. Okay. And I've also got to. I've also got to give it out to the small. You're getting businesses. like a 7G connection right now. Well, it's also fucking. I've got to give a shout out to the small businesses. Sorry, they're they need sinking. Money. They need money. Yeah, yeah. So, like, sorry, like, everyone who doesn't have money to give those small businesses to exist, absolutely, they should be able to still go. But in order for them to still be there in three weeks, yes, okay. they need the people that have the money. To I mean, I'm going to tell you, as soon as they can open the doors, I don't think money is going to be an issue for a little bit. That's true. <laughs> but I, I do think maybe there'll be a fucking GoFundMe if you want to buy someone else's ticket. Who knows? I'm sure they'll do something like that. But, well, at least at the queer women. Yes. And non-binary spaces. I don't know about gay now. Mm, probably not. They're still going to come out of this just like, as all terrible. Like, all the queer women spaces, they always do, like, sliding scale. 
So I love it's that. like you can like you can pay like five dollars, yeah. you can pay like twenty dollars, you can do whatever, right? So yes. But I'm just saying just logistically that they have to do that. Yeah. They have to. See, my plan was more like we case the joint like four weeks in advance. We're like on skateboards in the okay, docks. Yes. We're yes. coming from the ceiling. Okay, yeah. Like a smoke grenade. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was my kind of plan. That's, that could work too. Yeah. yeah. There's either sell Except tickets. I'm way too or... fat to fit in any dock right now. <laughs> There's also a back door I heard we could try instead. Yeah, so they sell tickets or everybody becomes Kim Possible. <laughs> or we have to like just decide to be a drag performer and somehow get booked. That's true. Which won't happen in either because you know that trying to get booked as a drag performer coming out of this. No. Oh, good luck. That it's gonna be impossible. If you if you want to start drag after this, wait a couple years because you're not getting any stage space. No, you're space. definitely up against a wall there. But anyways, my point is, free or not, even if like you said, like you know, my fucking um, Scrooge McDuck ass. Wants them to put $15. If you want it to be free, sure. But it's got to be tickets in the sense of even if it's a free ticket, it's a ticket. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just like it's actually like they can't have thousands of fucking people standing outside waiting. And it will and be like that. It will that, be yeah. it will be crazy. Yeah. Like I think like that's the thing. It will literally it will be not incomprehensible. Even clubs, just bars even. Oh, it'll be nuts. Like everywhere is going to have to be like like. Okay, fucking, I guarantee it's going to be like this. I can see it coming. Junction will be like, do you want the 9 o'clock to the 12 o'clock window, or do you want the 12 to 3 window? And you and you get your tickets for it, and no one else show up, because if you don't have a ticket, you're not getting in. And it's going to be like that for at least a few months, oh I, would, I, would, God, I would anticipate. How else are they going to do it? It's going to be impossible. It would be literally impossible. Oh, you want to go to Junction tonight? We're going to have to fucking line up yesterday at four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, True, it's yeah. not going to work, you know? Yeah. It's good. Or they're just going to have to, like, the people that are really going to make some money is the people that somehow have the money to rent out, like, a warehouse. Right. But then that'll be fucking I did see on TikTok the other too. day that you can, in the UK, rent... You know, like, inflatable bouncy castles? Okay, <laughs> yeah. They're like those, mm-hmm. but it's like a portable nightclub. What? And it's like a kind of like what? a structure, and then it, like, inflates around it, and it has, like, a door, and it's kind of, like, soundproofed, and it ha- comes with, like, a smoke machine, lights, like, music, speakers, and it's just a big black box that you put in, like, a backyard or something, and you have, like, a club night <laughs> in, like, a... S- what? Yeah. I want to get one of these for... I know. I want to do With this. your balcony. <laughs> 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 oh my god okay that's wild yeah that kind of reminds me of on the challenge if you watch the challenge no on MTV. <laughs> okay never mind they have one of those like outdoor clubs i thought they just set it up but maybe they rented it for the show yeah the show because usually if... they go out to bars in the area but because it was filmed during covid they didn't so they had their own like bar on site smart yeah yeah, no, I think we should get one of these portable clubs okay. and put it on Fight Island. <laughs> oh my god. You know what I you know what's gonna be nice to see for the businesses though, like in this entertainment space and like drag formers and bar and club owners and restaurant owners is like Getting it's gonna money. be chaos, but like they are gonna get an influx of fucking money. Because you best believe what went from places that were only busy on a Friday or Saturday night and maybe on like a Wednesday that have some few people show up for fucking trivia or something yeah every night there's gonna be something going on and they better milk that shit for a while they deserve to right yeah 
It's also, besides us going out, Mm -hmm. it's so wild to me Mm -hmm. that there are people, young queer people, or not young queer people, Mm -hmm. people that have come out in this pandemic. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like pancake? No. It's a pandemic. (laughs) Pandemic, yeah. Um, My brain got tired of thinking of P words. Um, There are people that have come out in. We've obviously talked about that there are people who had to move back home and are, you know, kind of in situations that are less safe or less comfortable and Mm -hmm. they kind of have to regress their progress as a queer person. But there are a ton of people that have come out and haven't been able, besides online, which honestly is a great resource for meeting queer people, that haven't even been able to see other queer people enjoying themselves, like talk to random queer people at a bar or like even, not even a bar, like alcohol taken out of it, like just a queer, you know, Mm -hmm. like art night or anything. None of that. There are people that have almost gone two years and haven't experienced that. I was talking about... Because we're, we're like, I want to go back to it. There's people that don't even know that. I know. I I was talking to a friend of mine um, whose partner um, more recently came out before the pandemic, but was not in an area where they were, like, able to go out to, like, queer events or spaces or things like that. And, like, a couple months ago... They said that it was their first time, the two of them, my friend and their partner, went and hung out with, like, another queer couple, like, socially distanced in, like, a park. And when they walked away, they they were like, it was so crazy because we realized that was the first time that my partner had ever, like, hung out with other queer people. Yeah. In person. Which is so insane, but I don't think it is a small section or like individual story i know and that's why it is also gonna be frustrating on the other side because it's also gonna be like it's gonna be so weird for a while to try and even get into those spaces and like i hate that part of things like that it's thoughts like that that i'm like you know what even if i'm not getting into these places i can just be with my queer friends again Mm -hmm. and there are people that have never gone out that are going out or people that Mm -hmm. don't have a big group of Mm -hmm. queer friends that are seeing more queer people like it just that alone just the fact that there are going to be the queers seeing the queers out at the queer places even if i'm not at the queer place being queer with other queers even like in friends living rooms just being able to like oh my god it literally makes me so happy like i could cry i know it's gonna be awesome yeah okay something that i've thought about in the online space with like coming out of the pandemic okay is for like the longest time before pre-covid if you will Every, like, event, pride, anything that you saw, you knew who was going to be, like, headlining. So, like, even in Vancouver, for example, like, let's talk locally first. Like, I I could tell you who's going to be on the pride floats. Yeah. I could tell you who's going to be performing at the, like, pride parties. Like, do you know what I mean? Right. And then in the, like, maybe larger scale, I could tell you at the, like, who's VidCon, um, who's going to be at whatever. Or... What are you looking for here? She sort Dinosaur. Dinosaur. <laughs> the seashore. I was what like, Sally, she's selling something. <laughs> yeah, like there's always yeah. like I feel like there was like a almost like a bit of a lull in the sense of like for the longest time it was like the same people. Right. And it's not to say that those people, like a lot of them don't deserve to still get booked, but I'm fascinated to see on the other side of this because it has been so long it 
before almost seemed to happen more naturally, but it's going to seem so stark. Like, there's people that have totally dropped off of the internet or and dropped off of have, being, maybe have decided like, that they want to... JoJo Siwa is going to be a dinosaur? Fuck, might be headlining. <laughs> like, like, seriously. But like, honestly, people like, that have come out or, like, drag performers that have decided they don't want to do drag anymore during this or pandemic. Or people that have or people that have ha- built up a drag. Yeah, drag following. People that are, like, f- like on Drag Race UK or something yes. that have... Suddenly, all yeah. of a sudden, like even like things like that, like I know, like during the pandemic, Drag Race Canada premiered, and holy fuck, that yeah. seems like an eternity. Doesn't that seem ago. like an eternity? But <laughs> yeah. that was during, and like usually that would have been like immediately after that, like every fucking gay bar in Canada. Keska that's fuck. the Keska fuck, you know, like get it going. And it's like I almost feel bad for people that are kind of like skyrocketing during that time because like they kind of miss out on that, like time afterwards where they're at that height and they're still pumping things out at a rate that they're <laughs> not the fresh one yeah like a hundred percent you know yeah. what i mean um whereas like even like drag race canada like there's probably gonna be another season in like six fucking months yeah and it's like not to say that those people in the first season are gonna be like forgotten about they're still gonna be booked because they were on it yeah. but it is true to the nature of like the kind of newest freshest ones are paying getting paid the biggest bucks right um and then in like you add, you throw into that another huge platform that skyrocketed like TikTok. So you have all these people that literally went into the pandemic with zero followers because I think a lot of people, for a few reasons, one, because TikTok was a platform where they actually had an opportunity to like get in it and grow. And two, a lot of people just never made content before because they didn't have time or they like didn't know how to start. They, some platforms are more confusing, like YouTube, you have to do longer form videos, you have to edit it on a software program, like all these, there's kind of barriers yep. to it. Um, whereas then you take a platform like TikTok, you don't got to edit shit if you don't want to. You don't, you know, like you make it all on your phone, everyone's got a phone. You yeah, know what I mean? T- take an online platform and then toss in like skyrocketing unemployment rates. Yeah, where young everyone's people like, as well. you know, all these people are like, making jokes about it but like all of a sudden i'm sitting at home with nothing to do and i'm 30 something and i've never made any sort of content on the internet but well i got nothing else to do might as well join and then they've got like fucking half a million followers (laughs) (laughs) exactly so it's kind of interesting to me because there's all these people that i'm starting to think about that i'm like wow like they're gonna be big on the other side of this and a good example of this is my friend ash gavs who um is one of the co-hosts of We're Having Gay Sex, and she was a comedian before this pandemic. Yeah. And uh, And now she's a popular comedian. Yeah. Well, this is her words, not mine, but, like, (laughs) she did get booked locally, right? But she didn't have a following. You know, she was just doing local gigs. I'm sure people around where she lived knew who she was on the scene of comedy in the same way that, like, I have some comedian friends that do all the comedy gigs here in Vancouver. But, like, she went into the pandemic just, like, hustling the in-person comedy gigs, started TikTok, got half a million on TikTok, like, crazy skyrocketed, started this podcast that crazy skyrocketed, so popular, mega star guests. Yeah, I wonder what that's like. <laughs> but it must be nice. Maybe if we ask someone else to speak for once, we could we could get, gain some traction, but we don't have room. So we're already this sucking all the air. very small. <laughs> all the air. And I said to her, I was like, it's going to be such a trip for you yeah. to come out of this and be booked everywhere as the lesbian comedian. Like, every event's going to want to book you for, like, their comedy night, their stand up night for like, sure you're gonna be like selling out theaters to do performances you're gonna be selling out fight island baby Fuck. <laughs> and it's like that would just be such a trip and i think that's gonna be the case for a lot of people when they transition like even 
being noticed, recognized. Totally. Like, oh God, yeah. It's gonna be weird go for people. About, They're gonna be like, wait, yeah, those numbers that I was gaining online actually like are people that actually like know me, you know, like because they they haven't had that slow climb and oh, a couple people recognize me. Okay, this. It's just like it's gonna be wild to see in that scope too. Yeah. Like how that translates, and I'm very curious to see like when Pride start back up and like queer spaces start booking performers and like seeing how that looks i on i i'm i'm kind of fascinated by it honestly i'm fascinated by the like amount of growth and success so many people have had that going into the pandemic no one knew who they were meeting online yeah and then now like they're like some of the biggest names on these social media platforms totally and people are going to be getting recognized and meanwhile i'm hoping i will get not recognized because i will have had so much botox (laughs) They're like, oh my gosh, you look like a younger version of someone I know. There's this really (laughs) annoying guy that comes in here sometimes. You look like a very young version of him. (laughs) Like if we took him and we went back like 18 years. 18 to 35 years. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking embryo here. Oh my god. Let's be real also, before we sum this up. Yeah. Um... I'm not really sure what the hell this podcast was as fucking usual, but I think we talked about some things. I think the name is just Fight Island. It's just Fight <laughs> Okay, working titles. Okay. The Great Reset, but gay. Okay. Coming out, dot, 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 of a pandemic. Okay. Fight Island is real. Or, my personal winner here, Mask on Pussy Out. <laughs> it's gotta be Mask on yeah. Pussy Out, honestly. Um... That's that's the winner. Well, that's, I yeah. can't wait for that merch to launch. <laughs> Absolutely. Seriously, no. But even for us coming out of the this um, space, like the contrast to the numbers we were getting on our podcast before, yeah, and now, like we've just naturally grown over right. the last year and a fucking half, and like a lot of people are like, oh, would you guys do like meetups and stuff in person, like when this world opens back up? Yeah, and it's hard for me to fathom with the numbers we're getting now that people would want to see that right you yes. know what i mean like yeah. it's gonna be i feel like the first it's gonna be like getting your feet wet like like if i did do a meetup or if i did do like a live thing w- would anyone show up because it's like you haven't seen those numbers directly translate to in person totally it's so weird i mean i don't think it'll translate big for us still, so <laughs> don't i don't think you have to worry too much about that <laughs> <laughs> should i tell my security team that i yeah, already booked to stand probably. off okay okay yeah Okay, well, um, <laughs> that's nice. I had some high hopes. Okay. You know what? It was the super moon last night. I was manifesting that we were going to be doing meet and greets around um, around the world. Right. With our with listeners, neighborhood bashes, if you will. We'll oh, see. that sounded so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. Gay yeah, that did sound bad. Bashes, gay bashing, like <laughs> fun play on Maybe. words here. Nope. No, gay burhood. Uh, what am block I looking parties. for? Block parties. Yeah, a block. Thank you. Yeah, okay. oh, similar geez. to gay bashing. I see how you. <laughs> you know, like a bash, like a bash. No, like I know. I, like, like I know party. what you were trying to go for, but I also know what you received. <laughs> you know, what, honestly, thank God we don't meet people in person. Yes, thank God. Are, we, are you here to gay bash me? <laughs> <You know what? laughs> 
You know what the good thing is, though, when I really think about it, is because we don't edit this podcast in the sense of, like, we don't take shitty, like, things We're that we say out. We're not building people up for... It's like, yeah, it's not like we, like, are, like, some perfect, like, online no. personas, and they're gonna meet us and be like, wow, like, she's a gay bash <laughs> Literally. Except they're gonna be like, wait, who's Brie, and there's, like, and just an embryo sitting beside her? <laughs> Oh my god. Sean had a kid in the last <laughs> That kid looks awful lot like Sean. It must be his. But just so young and fresh. So young. Crazy how that kid's face doesn't move. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you go to our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast, click the link in our bio, become a Patreon if you please. And also, you can find our merch there. Um, Mask on Pussy Out is going to be launching very soon. Sean and I are crying. Oh, I'm laughing because, like, <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that's that kid's face doesn't move is like one of the funniest things you've said <laughs> ever. In the 130 episodes. It just it took me for a ride that you made made a funny. <laughs> Honestly, fuck you. Alright, you can also find us on TikTok at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Sean.Loskin at Brian Williamson. Um, I ha- I hit 175k on TikTok. That's exciting. That's that's kind of a cool milestone. I unfollowed you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right. Until next time, we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood to bash you. <laughs> <laughs>